it's not just an immigration issue. This is a constitutional issue as to whether we're going to have a voice. You, as a, as a citizen of this country, have a voice. And if we don't win this fight, we don't, we don't preserve freedom. This is the Dalesville Podcast for Friday, April 21st. I'm Virginia Allen, and that was Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. President Joe Biden's border policies have essentially invited criminals and cartel members into America, according to Paxton. The attorney general's office has filed more than a dozen lawsuits against the Biden administration in an effort to restore order to the southern border. Paxton says Border Patrol agents just want to do their job. But that's likely going to become a lot more difficult in the coming weeks when Title 42 is lifted. Paxton joins the show today to explain how the lifting of the public health order Title 42 is going to change the situation on the border and to answer the question, should Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas be impeached? Stay tuned for our conversation after this. The reading clerk will now call the roll. Bibbs. It's money and power that control this town. Bishop of North Carolina. All we're talking about chaos and dysfunction in Washington because Republicans didn't sit down like Democrats do. Crane. It's like this cul-de-sac of greed and corruption and it just keeps going around and around. Gates. I felt like it doesn't even matter which party wins the majority because both sides are working for the same lobbyists. Luna. I had a reporter that basically accosted me in the hallway saying really vile stuff. Perry. One member came up to me and said, your presence disgusts me. Roy. So maybe the American people need to know the truth. And it's extraordinary what happens when you tell the truth in this town. People go, what the hell are you doing? Like, why would you do that? The fact is, we won because we were telling the truth. What you've just listened to is our brand new exclusive documentary about the 20 House Republicans who fought against the Washington establishment. We sat down with representatives Chip Roy of Texas, Eli Crane and Andy Biggs of Arizona, Anna Paulina Luna and Matt Gates of Florida, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania and Dan Bishop of North Carolina about the speaker race and why they chose to take a stand. The documentary is now available on The Daily Signal's YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram pages. It is my honor today to welcome to the show Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Attorney General, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Texas is truly on the front lines of the border crisis. In January, you filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration over a new program that would allow up to 360,000 aliens from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela to be paroled into the United States every year. Why is your office taking the Biden administration to court over this? There's two, two main reasons. One is he started on day one saying that he no longer would he deport illegal immigrants. That's clearly a violation of federal law. His job is to follow federal law. So because he doesn't do that, it has a tremendous negative impact on our state. I mean, it's, we have a lot higher crime rates. We have more kids dying from fentanyl overdoses, a lot more. Uh, we have a lot, of, a lot of other crime that's being created by the cartels, and car cartels are growing much stronger as a result of the Biden administration partnering with them on this uh, illegal immigration. They've encouraged them to come. They've told them to come. They'll, they'll accept them. And so the cartels are making billions of dollars, which fortifies their ability to not only just work in Mexico, but to cross borders and set up organizations across, across our state and across the country. The second is 
it's pretty important that the Constitution is followed. Otherwise, we're not, we have no voice. And if we have a president that says, look, I don't want to follow federal law on this, 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 and that's what he's done, not just on immigration, but on many issues. And so we have an immigration, we have immigration laws that he's not just ignored, but he's said, I'm not following this, I'm doing what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So what that leads to is more of a, I don't know, dictatorship, more of a kingship almost, where we, the people, our, our voice is not heard anymore. And so it's really important that we stop him. Because if we don't, he'll just continue to rule with edicts instead of with law. So where does this lawsuit stand right now? So it's in it's in the federal court. That unfortunately, all of these lawsuits are slow because yeah. we we typically will you know file for an injunction and we have those hearings and then we have to work our way. You know, we win, they lose, we they appeal, and so we're still at the beginning stages of this. But you know, we're going to continue to fight. We have, I think, sixteen immigration lawsuits that we filed since the beginning. Wow. Some of those are moot now because like the deportation issue, he was only doing for the first 100 days. But, you know, we're remaining in Mexico, which is the most important, in my opinion, provision that protected us. Title 42, another one, uh, the catch and release thing that Trump stopped, that Biden started up, and the building of the wall, the four things that really made a difference when Trump came into office to significantly reduce illegal immigration. And since he left, because Biden has not followed federal law and not tried, to help us, but actually tried to hurt us, th those numbers are up three, 400%. Let's zoom out here for a second and talk about where things stand, specifically on the border in Texas right now. What is the size and scope currently of the border crisis? What are agents dealing with? So it, it's, I mean, the numbers are massive. The, the Border Patrol, are, they're not equipped to handle the numbers that are coming in. No one ever anticipated. And that's actually one of the excuses that they've used for letting people in. They said, well, Congress, it's Congress's fault because they didn't provide enough resources to uh, house these people, detain them before their hearings on, you know, whether they deserve asylum. So, you know, we can't do anything about it. It's not our fault. We're just letting them go because we don't have the resources. Well, no one ever anticipated that the Biden administration would invite the cartels to bring as many people as possible. And so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a sleight of hand. It's deception. It's a fraud on the part of the Biden administration to claim that this is Congress's fault when in reality they have created promoted, encouraged the cartels to bring as much crime and as much uh, human trafficking and illegal immigration as possible. Now, a moment ago, you mentioned Title 42. I, I want to talk about that for a few minutes. Of course, Title 42 is a public health measure mm -hmm. that was put in place during the COVID-19 pandemic, and it's allowed Border Patrol agents to expel illegal aliens uh, very rapidly. And some, some have sort of referred to it as the last line of defense that Border Patrol agents really have to expel migrants. Well, now that order is set to go away on May 11th. What happens after that? It gets worse. Um, that was, you know, we had, like I said, four basic things that Trump did to make illegal immigration a, a declining issue. And Biden has purposely and methodically eliminated every protection for the American people, for my people in Texas, by now trying eliminating Title 42 by getting rid of the underlying uh, order about COVID. But on top of that, the remain in Mexico, on top of that, not building a wall, on top of that, catch and release is uh, now every day and it's encouraged. So walk us through what that means for Border Patrol agents who are having to deal with repercussions. After May 11th, no more Title 42. What is their job going to look like? So they're disrespected completely. The Biden administration has no regard for them, no respect, doesn't care what happens to them. They're at greater risk because of illegal immigration and the cartels becoming stronger. So their jobs are more risky and they're not allowed to do their job. They're told not to do their job and they're told not to tell anybody they're, they're 
told not to do their job. So it's a corruption of the Biden administration, and it's a corruption that hurts the border agents, it hurts their morale. We're going to have hard, hard they don't have, we don't have enough people that can get down there. They're, they're recruiting air marshals, and I, I was talking to an air marshal that was recruited to go work the border. We're trying to help them at the state level. We're spending billions of our own dollar, dollars that the federal government's not reimbursing, but honestly, that doesn't fix the problem because when you can just turn yourself in and claim the magic word of asylum and then just walk in, you know, Border Patrol is not trying to stop people anymore. These people are not running. They're, they are running, but they're running to the Border Patrol, not away. And so there's not, that leaves us in a bad spot because they're not even trying to cross the border illegally. Mm -hmm. They're just walking over and saying, we're here. Take us, take us to where the Biden administration is going to put us. Wow. When you talk to Border Patrol agents, are they honest with you? Or are they telling you how they're really doing? I don't, you know, I don't out them. Yes, they're very honest. Yeah. They're, they're, they're frustrated that they're being told, don't do your job, do the opposite. We don't want you to do your job. We want you to violate federal law. So they're being forced to violate federal law. They're being forced to do things that they believe are wrong. On, and if they don't, they're punished and fired. Or they're, you know, just like these guys that were their careers and their lives were ruined by the Biden administration claiming that these these guys on horses did something you know illegal or wrong. They still got punished even though they they did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. The Biden administration has recently uh, announced a new rule to create allegedly lawful, safe, and orderly pathways for migrants to enter America. Uh, can you explain what exactly the Biden administration is doing here? All they're trying to do is create more avenues for more people to come here. Their, their, their goal is to get as many illegals from, it doesn't matter their background, including criminals. They're encouraging criminals. They're encouraging countries to send their worst criminals to our country. And the Biden administration is, we, we're fighting them to try to just even stop the criminals. And they are, they're fighting us saying, no, we want them. So they want the worst of the worst. They want, they want as many people coming. They want the cartels to, to, to maximize profits and get these people in. And they say it every day by creating opportunity. All they're doing is creating as many opportunities for the cartels to expand their network, not just in Mexico or Central America, but across our country because they have so much money and so much incentive now. And the Biden administration has provided all the incentives possible to make them very wealthy uh, organizations. Now, I, I know that those um, who maybe support President Biden, you know, they might hear those comments and say, no, Biden is trying to, to open up so that, you know, families can come, people can come for better opportunities into America. They're not trying to bring criminals in. That's just, unfortunately, you know, a negative result. What's your response well, to that? Well, that's not, it's that's just not true. He is bringing criminals in. He's he's working with the cartels. He may not be talking to him directly, but he's telling them up front, we're going to let we're we're creating as many opportunities for you as you can get. So however you need to get people here, do it. And I would tell those people they're very naive to think that the 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 repercussions of not following our federal laws and not following our constitution where our elected representatives debate what is the best policy to put into law as opposed to a president that says I'm the guy. I'm the dictator here. I tell you what to do. If that's the country they want, they don't want a free country. They want a, they want a ruler. And some people want kings. There are plenty of nations that have chosen dictatorships and kings. Some people in our country may prefer that. I don't, and I don't think a lot of Americans appreciate uh, these rights that we were given by are not given by the government. These are inalienable. These come from God. They are our right, and we have every right to demand that our government respect those rights. So what are you all doing in Texas in order to secure the border uh, where you say that the federal government isn't? So we're very limited, but we're spending billions of dollars. We've got 
literally, you know, if hundreds, if not thousands of law enforcement officers trying to stop people from crossing the border, the ones that won't turn themselves are so bad, uh, trying to stop them, but we're still confined to turning them back over. And we don't know what happens after that. So we're, we're trying to protect our, our, our ranchers down there, property, but we don't have enough resources and we're not being helped. We're spending literally billions of our own dollars to do what the federal government is supposedly required to. And then, you know, the courts tell us we can't step in and do the federal government's role because we're preempted. And yet the federal government's saying, well, we passed these laws, but guess what? We're not enforcing a single one of them and you guys can't protect yourself. Mm. And that's really what they're saying. You guys take all the hits. You take all the, 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 the murders, the human trafficking, the drug deaths. You can't stop it. And we're not going to let you. So given the current situation on the ground, should Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas be impeached? Absolutely. He is violating his constitutional role. He's lying to us every day. He doesn't tell the truth about anything. Uh, he he claimed, you know, they, they first they, they, they tried to deny for the last two years there was a crisis. Now they're like finally saying, OK, yeah, we got a problem. And, and, and yet their solution is to just create more opportunities for illegal immigration. And it's he is a pathetic uh, leader. He is there to destroy our, our immigration system. And he mocks us every day when he lies to us and says there's no problem that he's doing his job. Thank you so much, Attorney General, for your time. We really appreciate it. Any final words before we let you go? No, this is a really important issue. It's not just an immigration issue. This is a constitutional issue as to whether we're going to have a voice. You, as a, as a citizen of this country, have a voice. And if the government, if the, if the Biden administration, if Joe Biden can just say, sorry, I do this. I don't care what you say. We're doing our own thing here. And sue us. And that's what he's doing. And if we don't win this fight, we don't, we don't preserve freedom. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Attorney General, thank you for your time. Thank you. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us here at the Daily Signal podcast. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our evening show right here in this podcast feed where we bring you the top news of the day. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Daily Signal podcast wherever you like to listen and help us reach even more listeners by taking just a moment to leave us a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for joining us today, and we'll see you right back here at 5 p.m. for our top news edition. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.